You're listening to BAU, Business as Unusual, the podcast that is shifting the way we think, interact and transact. Good morning. Good morning, Pat. How are you? Very well. Good. Very well. Happy New Year and welcome back to this island. Yeah, thank you so much. I went to visit our uh, our next door neighbours, which, yeah. uh, which was lovely, actually. Yeah, NZ neighbours are lovely. It is, especially yeah. the South Island. It's just... Um, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's unreal. Um, for those of you listening at home, don't go there. Um, it's terrible, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely terrible. Yeah, shocking um, yeah. hospitality over there. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, nothing yeah, to look rude, at. Rude buggers. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. No wilderness left. Yeah, yeah. just houses and hobbits everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and big old scenes left from people living in the old sets of the Lord yeah, of the Rings. Yeah, they've just yeah. left it. Yeah, yeah. classic Americans. Did you see Gollum? Oh yeah, it's every day. Yeah, walking down to the shops. Yeah. Yeah. And you nail the three sixty one eighty over the head, uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. thanks yeah. to Gandalf's help. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Mate. You had a good trip. We uh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, but it's uh, it's it's great to be back. Um, you know, kind of uh, international travel, as we all know at this point in time, is always a little bit of an adventure. Um, so yeah, kind of getting getting in and you know seeing a country that's kind of just, I guess, kind of coming. Um, you know, kind of up to a stage that it's like going a bit back in time, you know, to kind of maybe where we were four months ago and maybe where America was, I don't know, three years ago, mm. you know, in terms of kind of their just embrace of um, that this is something we're going to have to live with. So kind of going through that process was interesting. Yeah, was it a bit, a bit touchy? Yeah, like yeah. lots, um, yeah, like lots of forms, um, yeah. you know, kind of some um, some tests, you know, to kind of um, given to you when you when you arrived, and uh, you know, certainly a um, yeah, just like a general kind of hesitancy. It was interesting to watch. Um, there's a fair few Australians over there because it's uh, school holidays here in Oz, um, so there was this kind of almost mixture between um, the locals um, who were probably a little bit. Eh, about kind of um, COVID. I think, you know, kind of mountain people tend to be a bit like that. I mean, you know, the risk of a virus versus the risk of hucking yourself off a cliff, net, net, you know, it's it's going to kind of line up in, in your head, you know, at least equal, um, if not the other way on. Um, and then, you know, but you did have the kind of, um, you know, what we've seen in lots of places in communities where people who feel a bit vulnerable, which is absolutely fair enough, but there's this, um, these different kind of um, little tribes almost um, that kind of actually walk through the same space which is interesting to wrap your head around but it was very obvious there that there's kind of there's the locals who are just over it there's the people who are very very concerned there's people coming in from international places who are quite concerned and then there's the australians who just didn't care yeah we're just no masks anywhere just on (laughs) yeah really (laughs) this is holidays (laughs) this is holidays it's time it's time to have a bit of a laugh you gotta stretch your thongs absolutely yeah yeah fair enough and what was the read when you were up the mountain? Was this all in the airport or was this... No, this no, is through this town. Is through like town. I, I mean, up the mountain. I mean, it's just... Mm. Yeah, it's just like a classic... Um, yeah, just... It's, mountain. Yeah, it's a mountain. Snow. It's snow and it's it's Pick that vibe. Up. It's, you know, everyone in their snow gear, you know, yeah. kind of having, um, having a hoot and, you know, snow is good. Um, yeah, for... I mean, for, you know, kind of... Um, I guess for, you know, that early in the season in New Zealand, everyone seemed really um, excited. There was that much snow. Of course, I wish there was more, um, but it was what it was. It was yeah. fun. Hmm. Rogers can't be choosers, so that's nice. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, it was great. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. So, oh, it was kind well. of really re-energizing. So, 
Went for a swim in a glacier. That was good fun. Did you? I did. Yeah. <laughs> Jump off the glacier? No, no, no. just off the beach. Yeah, off the but beach, but in a glacier the... runoff. Yeah, snow in the background. Beautiful. Yeah, oh, it's cold, but it's great. Just bringing up those Canadian roots. <laughs> yeah. Come back here and go, winter's nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. The kids were shocked I did it. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Good on them. Yeah. I'm sure your body was shocked, but thank yeah, you. Yeah, I could barely breathe. Yeah. <laughs> But it's good for you, so they say. Yeah, so they do. Ask swim. Yeah. Uh, and here we are. We're going to talk about... We've had a week off. We we're have. going to talk about capturing value yes. and how to capture that in the new model that we've been talking around ecosystem rather than winner takes all. Absolutely. And what that looks like. For sure. Uh, which is... trying. I was trying to figure out in my foggy head yeah. how to do a bridge into that from holiday talk well that's, that wasn't that wasn't bad but here we wasn't are were we gonna like, we could like bungee jump into it or like you know <sighs> jump in off the cliff so to speak you yeah know, kind of jump straight into the i don't think they're icy cold waters let's let's put it that way <laughs> there you go there's three bridges for you all, thanks all Joe, in one. Geez, that's all right firing, come back on <laughs> still well i wouldn't choose any of them, you no, that's good. <laughs> they're all lousy but um, they're there yeah. that was more than that was getting yeah. through um, <laughs> the coordinator up top oh, for can, me you can definitely tell who the talent is on this podcast <laughs> and it's not me <laughs> Turn the, the ideas machine but yeah. we're doing that's where we're doing it. and i suppose the question is did you have a chance to think about that as you were doing that as gandalf was giving you the magic to do the 360 180 over the head yeah yeah did you have a chance to really think about what that looks like and how to capture that did gandalf yeah. really give you any tips oh, some super some super tips um i think you know kind of what what i was um yeah, like I had, because my daughter was in um, uh, snowboard school, the kind of the time. So the times I actually had... So was, you and Gandalf hanging out a lot. Yeah, <laughs> no, hanging out heaps. Yeah. Um, but I actually, um, yeah, I actually just ended up listening to kind of, um, I re-listened to Zero to One, mm -hmm. which is the kind of the, the Peter Thiel kind of um, thesis on kind of like how to build a monopoly. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that, yeah, that doesn't just ring true anymore. Like, I think it's kind of, there's a few tenants of that like it's quite good because i mean i quite like listening to mm. things like that when i'm snowboarding and stuff and i'm by myself it's kind of like you know i mean i had i don't know like 12 hours you know of kind of just uninterrupted kind of la la la's and uh so i re-listened to all of it and 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 more but kind of what i really took from it was that the the thing if you apply that back and you start to think about kind of how you actually capture value but share it that's kind of the where I think it went almost um, off-piste, um, dare, dare I say, you know, in terms of kind of that, it's not that the thinking was wrong in terms of you do want to create an idea that is big enough to create scale. Mm. But the thing that they did was they never shared the spoils. And I think that's kind of coming back, you know, to, to roost is that um, we're now moving into a world where I think we're moving into this world that has become, friction's coming back, as we've kind of mm. we touched on in the last couple of things, is that a lot of technology is about reducing friction in everybody's life, but who pays for that? Um, and typically that's been about um, cheap money. And now that money is no longer cheap and it's going up and up and up and up, the return just actually from a venture capital perspective, you can no longer invest in the long term of growth. But if you're Uber at the moment, you're sitting there going, oh dear, like we've kind of, we've built whole this, model. this whole model, which was basically predicated on um, pushing the cost of labor down and being able over time to push pricing up once you'd captured enough of the market. So they were trying to get to monopoly, mm. but 
what's happened to them is now perversely it's actually cheaper to take a taxi and it's actually a better experience taking a taxi um and it's because the person is actually cheaper than the person who's in the uber and they're actually more incentivized because they get all of it so the net cost if you think and this is a great analogy i think Mm -hmm. for where we probably need to get back to is that in a taxi model what's changed so if you look at what's changed for taxis is that the medallion costs and kind of all the Mm. licensing and everything that was there that it forced them to kind of pay a lot of money and almost be indentured Mm -hmm. a lot of the cost of that has done this it's dropped off yeah whereas the cost of driving for uber you're still paying 40 percent of what you make depending on what this the um i guess the surcharge is in terms of kind of like the surge charge that's actually Mm. in there it can be as high as 45 percent of what you're making goes back to this algorithm that you know you kind of don't really need to to begin with so it's kind of they've all kind of it's almost like it's switched somehow and this uber is starting to feel like a legacy model more so than kind of you know even like your humble taxi cab is becoming a little bit more kind of you know um the the driver gets the money pays for the maintenance and kind of then your relationship is kind of back more to kind of this this sharing of kind of value like you can negotiate with a taxi can't negotiate with uber no computer says no yeah yeah it's funny how (laughs) it's a really good analogy of how that has happened i suppose incumbent versus Mm. newcomer how that sort of market shifts trying to negotiate a friction and then becoming a friction in itself absolutely is 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 Mm. a space but you would attribute that a little bit to peter siegel and the way that capturing everything yeah, they and tried to eat all, eat it all. These they, growth models. Yeah, they, yeah, which is exactly sort of where, and he hit it well. I think that's that era that hopefully we're leaving behind. Hmm. Is it, and it sort of has to. I think with that taxi idea, yeah, is it can't be. It isn't a sustainable way. It's not to live to no. exist or anything like. Really, Uber. The strange thing a lot that I find with those models like Uber is they were like. A, a wolf in sheep's clothing, saying sure. that they were an ecosystem, that they were attributing value to the user, that they were empowering the yeah. driver. Yeah. And there's obviously a consumer who wants to buy that idea. But mm. the reality is that wasn't the idea that idea isn't being put into practice no and i think it like i think it was yeah it was the idea like if you kind of think back through their history when it started um and i was having this conversation last night um kind of um over drinks and what i took from that conversation was that it's really interesting when it started if you think about kind of when uber started like every driver i ever spoke to when you used to have like the little thing where you could watch the car i remember you know used to live in elstonwick and i used to go to the airport heaps and i'd be sitting there and i'd be like this is so much better than a taxi cab right because i could actually see the thing coming i didn't have to stand outside in the cold going is this thing coming isn't it i've booked it where the hell is it Mm -hmm. i could watch this little car go and come to me but then you got in the car and the person was super happy. They would have a story about how this was kind of helping them in terms of kind of, you know, they were working around stuff. And I had that experience consistently. And then once they got to a certain size, and I think this is the wolf in sheep's clothing thing you're alluding to, it all felt very like we were all like building something new together. And this was so cool. And kind of like taxi cabs are so stupid. Like mm-hmm. I was sitting there and going, well, how did I ever kind of think that? And then they chopped the price and they chopped the price to get more users using it but then what they did is they just took that out of the rate of the person driving so that they were the ones who paid for that and then the whole vibe changed it went from people being happy to do it to people feeling like you know the guy who rocks up with your mcdonald's sometimes right just looks 
not happy to be doing what they're doing and it's like the vibe changed and it is that wolf and sheep's clothing thing that- and the vibe to change on that level when you're still getting raided on a star system is really weird it's Absolutely. like 1984 vibe because yeah. you have to smile you have to share story you yeah. have to give experience well it was the death not of- gonna come back <laughs> it was the death of the mints in the water wasn't it remember yeah. it was all like ooh, mints water yeah and then it was like yeah none of that yeah no. you get a tough tail yeah can gold. you please rate me yeah yeah, yeah. which that's a brutal place but mm. the fact is that it it sat and it led from there and yep. launched from there absolutely but it seems like there's a new launch going on and mm. that is actually how to sustain that going forward and growing together yeah rather than a singularity coming out of there with growth i think that's that's a you know a great way to put it is that what we're rather than kind of seeing we're um, looking for levitation yeah yeah and the other thing that struck me and it's kind of really relevant to this conversation re-listening to it was the th- actually the kind of way that he starts that which was you know i i really really resonated with me because I, I used to think this way when I was a kid. He kind of starts to talk about like, you know, his parents in like the 50s and stuff. They all thought they'd be in like flying cars, like living this Jetsons life by now. And he's like, you know, really most of our technology and he's got a big kind of um, T kind of view of technology. Mm. Technology is anything that we do to kind of help us as a society. Mm. A tool, you know, yeah. he's like, we, you know, our parents thought we would be, you know, living in space driving flying cars, etc., And we're nowhere near that. You know, and really what we have is these um, distraction machines, which is interesting because they invest in one of the biggest ones, Facebook, um, that kind of take us away from kind of the, the actual kind of happenstance of our reality. And I was kind of looking at that. I was like, that is so true. But there's now this other kind of juxtaposition that I, I start to really see coming through, which is that people are now starting to kind of relook at how we actually kind of build these little kind of versions of community that can take in technology and use them. But people are actually starting to take on these issues themselves. And we have some really big ones. I mean, the big three of kind of environment, climate, and kind of, you know, I think we've got um, a polarity in our societies in terms of kind of coming through and how are we going to address all of that? Mm. People are starting to figure out ways to do that themselves, right? So this we're getting this reorganization, but people are actually sharing in the mm. value that they're actually creating. So it's kind of, you know, you can sus- sustain a group of people around you. Mm. For sure. And I think if you like study grass movements, they're often the most sustainable if they come from mm. people actually picking it up and going, how can we work? But I suppose coming from like an organization who's, who's looking to help propel that movement or help sustain it is how do you sort of hold space for that to happen and allow allow that to continue to evolve and allow that to continue to work around. Like mm. a lot of the organizations that are trying to push say the internet forward or trying to push movements or really trying to understand sort of what it what an ecosystem is for a business sense Hmm. they're really they're really trying to be sort of i don't know like the right analogy for it but it's it's like a sort of it is an ecosystem really and they're trying to be like the nervous system for it so people come through and understand it's often a new space that they're trying to define yep. but it involves a lot of different people and it involves a lot of different organizations and it involves a lot of different brain trust but then it has to involve a lot of different users adopting yep. and then the value for everyone working together is to share that user base is to share that knowledge and then is to share the rails essentially because they can all build on each other and that's where this mm. this is where it's sort of changing around 
winner takes all to if we all win together we build on each other's stack and it's we build on each other's tech and then we validate that and we actually start to grow learn and change all together if we're all listening and working together and it's a Hmm. it's a different approach like whether it lands really well but i think that's where like organizations are looking to partner up partnerships such a I sometimes can feel like a veil, but I think they've got a lot more substance to them these days. I agree. Where they're like, well, yeah. we actually need to partner to sustain hmm. who we are, what we do, and what we want to continue to do in the future. What does that look like if we partner up with people? Yep. And how does that go? I think that's changed. Well, I could be wrong. No, I don't think you're I, wrong at all. Yeah, and I think people are really looking at a market now hmm. when it comes to economics or when it comes to even social like Hmm. what is our ecosystem how do we like do this together and work on core mission and also sustain growth and value and then that capturing this is what i wanted to talk about today Hmm. is like how what is that caption i think we're sort of talking on that capture on innovation because you can innovate together and learn together and break down silo different people working on different things cross-pollinate ideas and grow and then also value when you get user adoption because you're using x you can use w y z yep and you get this trickle down you get an ecosystem approach to a problem or a solution absolutely yeah and i think it's you know that's that's exactly what's what's occurring so if you think about the kind of the definition of value broadly is um at at a very simplistic level it's about exchange so, but I think our notion of exchange is is broadening, and mm. the, and the exchange rather than it kind of necessarily being one way, i.e., <clears throat> I'm a clothing manufacturer, I put a factory in your town, everyone gets jobs, I make the most money, but you all have kind of substance. You just change one form to another, which is a lot of how this works. Now it's more about okay, in our model, it's kind of like you might have a very specific technology or you might be able to grow a very specific crop or you might be able to kind of make something in a very specific way. But it's then about support and exchange. It's not just about kind of that we just come and take the goods. It's this this thing. And I think the big thing I think about is that value is now able to be shared yeah. across distance. Whereas value used to be, like for most of humanity, you know, I, I would go over to New Zealand and I would just rob them of the stuff that I wanted to take and I would come back here and that's kind of what globalization i think has been like in a strange way it's like the value in a lot of the communities you know inside north america here etc then went somewhere else but in going somewhere else the companies took most of the value and now there's these other pockets of stuff but you're starting to see even in um you know china in hong kong shenzhen etc entrepreneurs are going back in and being like no there's a whole making community here who actually still know how to make technology so if i'm trying to kind of create a new device or a new thing i'm then working with them but what they're not doing is then building a massive factory there they might be doing that somewhere else and so it's really interesting about how value in the exchange of knowledge and kind of um and then also kind of the skills that sit in all these different places it's no longer linked by distance it's able you're able to see you know, anywhere in the world who's good at stuff. And in theory, it's not hard to work with them. No, in theory, it's not because we do have those tools. That's where yeah. Peter's like idea where it, yeah. it like falls on its ass a bit there because we sort of, depends what you define as traveling in the air. Yeah. In a weird way, we are sort of traveling in the air and like time has compressed because we're, we're already talking to people overseas like it was today, like we're in the same room. It's just yeah. the body isn't there. 
Exactly. But the knowledge is changing and exchanging and the, the pace of those ideas and the back and forth is, is speeding up and that means iteration is speeding up and that means the different ways we can capture value is changing as you yeah. so well described how sort of Hong Kong has reimagined re in a global context to create value that was there hmm. and how to work within a structure that isn't necessarily too well geared towards the global approach. So it's yeah, it's changed, and we are speeding fast. It's just we, we haven't got yeah. the cars up. No, no, but it, it, feels, it, yeah. it feels like we're in a very we're in a not a fork of a road. It feels like we've started in a new path, like in terms of the way that things are structured. Like yeah, Meta, all these orgs, like just the way that they're gearing up yeah. to invest, or the way that they are investing for sure, is telling us something massive that is going on right now. Yeah. If you, if we don't know it already, and just where that's going to go, who's going to define that? Because as you say, they're now the incumbents. Yeah, like they're now the legacy, which is so weird. They're not that old. No, and it's they are the old dogs, which mm. is wild to think yeah. in terms of the new iteration of the way that we interact and communicate online and offline mm. as a result, and the way yeah. value is created. And if you and like you think about you know like um like Druck, Peter Drucker and kind of the, like, the theory of the lifespan of a company, mm. right? What a company typically then does is it be, once you reach incumbency and and broad market dominance in terms of where you sit, yes, you will always be challenged by new um, insurgents, etc. Whatever the language is, it can be softer than that. Kind of coming <laughs> coming for your for your market share. But you disproportionately, in capital sense, in terms of if mm. you imagined um, the pile of money that these two entities have, you are ahead. But really, then your job becomes more and more, if you think about like what oil companies mm. did or what energy companies did mm. or what farming companies have done, mm. is that they all then basically go, how do we become the utility? How do we actually become the kind of thing that everyone has to work through, right, to be able to actually get to the value at, at the end? Yeah. And I think that's the thinking if if I read it right at um, Meta yeah. or kind of Facebook is they're going, we're going to try. I'm not sure they're going to succeed, but we're going to try to build this virtual world where basically everyone comes to collaborate, work, socialize, etc. Everyone's going to have to work through that to get to the value they're looking for. So let's imagine, you know, I moved to NZ, you're yeah. still here and we still want to do this. Then we might be doing it through the metaverse yeah. where, you know, we're still in this room, but we've recreated it yeah digitally i think that's the thing i think that's their thinking but i reckon they're missing it and that's yeah that's the because they're not coming from that ecosystem approach where it has to take a lot of different stack it has to take a lot of different perspective because it kind of already exists that's the point you're making well it's already existing it's already being made i just don't think it has the usership yeah it isn't like as flashy as facebook but that was facebook originally that's the that's where they don't have to yeah. win and they're building from an old legacy and yeah. they're trying to impose it they're trying it. to take a social they're trying to like impose it so yeah. if we take the fork in the road for example yeah we're sort of already on the left hand side mm-hmm. or the going forward and then this one's going off to the veering off to the right and they're sort of trying to <laughs> take a section of that path and put it over there but it's just not going to land you can't cut and paste no the path going and they're trying to cut and paste the way to yep. go forward. They're just trying to superimpose yeah. meta so, on. But their value creation model might be like the, the, they yeah. might be sitting there kind of going, okay, well, we'll start this. We'll kind of signal that we're interested in it and we'll wait to yeah. see what, a, what appears I over here. 
oh, like who figures this out? We'll take a crack at it, but there's probably 50 different, which is like drug company thinking. Like if you think about the value creation that exists in um, pharma, is that there is, you know, in in the world right now, there would be easily kind of, um, you know, at least a hundred thousand companies working on new medical tech, right? But disproportionately, 95,000 of those are really, really small. And their aim is to actually exit through sale. Same as startups, right? So this kind of thing about kind of like, we're going to create value and hope that we get captured by the big whale coming through. That that's not a bad tenant in terms of if you kind of it and if you're meta, yeah, you probably sit there and you're like going, okay, ooh, ooh wait, you know that that pack guy's got something going on over there, yeah, and maybe they crack it and maybe they come in and kind of acquire it because even in their brand construct, they've built a brand now, yeah, that can, can just plug plug yeah. things in so as they as they kind of go, so it, it is interesting, you know, the, but this kind of the value still don't share, think it'll land. No, I'm not saying it but, will. Uh, no, he, yeah. I think they need to do a lot on their brand if they're going to, if they're going <laughs> to, sure. they need Joe. Uh, <laughs> no, I wouldn't work on Meta, but um, yeah, like it's um, just because I don't think they're that interested, but in terms of kind of, you know, the way that it would go. But I think what they've, what they're trying to do is kind of that they see this no, value he, being created sure. over here. And, and they're trying to set up the ship to say, to you go, can come on board. Yeah, we can grab you. We can kind of pull you out of that. Yeah. We can give you the economic value. But I think what they're missing, as you're pointing out, is that, what a lot of people are trying to do is they're going, I'm not actually interested in that kind of part of it. And there's this response now to kind of bigness through actually, no, 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 we've got to build resilience around us and bigness isn't actually going to help us do that. So there's kind of, you're getting these almost these two kind of Mm. systems that are running where you have these very, very large organizations that are kind of across the world now that are kind of very, very global sitting there. But what I start to see time and time again is that, these small kind of networky kind of style of stuff, you don't realize actually how big they are because what you see is you see one node yeah, on a massive but network. It's connected to it. And that's what's so genius about them because yeah. people dig into that one node and then they start to go on a journey of discovery of all the other nodes and then they start to yeah. like unearth in their own time an ecosystem, which is yeah. like, it's so layered to where a user wants to go with yep. that journey. Whereas meta is like, Whoa. Yeah. and it's yeah, like, it's oh, everything's yeah. meta. And yeah. that's where I think that cut and paste is, mm. it won't work because no. the whale analogy doesn't work anymore in terms of subsuming and then plugging and playing because it's still meta. I don't think they'll allow that open innovation to exist just no. because of the way, the way that, they, that they it's like winner takes all i don't yeah. think that winner takes all approach is gonna land maybe yeah. they have to reevaluate that but i don't think they have the capacity no to do that. it's not it's not in the, doesn't it's have not in their culture to to do that but i i guess i would say is that i think there's a place for that in the world i'm not saying i, I think it'll it. come i think yeah. it'll be a new one or uh, something no but i think yeah. there's a whatever it takes for them this kind of i think we're very wired to kind of go that's a big thing yeah you know like if you think like even just like with like surfing like most surfers are like somehow convinced that a shark at some point in their life is going to come to them yeah. right so there's kind of this shark fear that exists in surfing when really the the thing that's actually going to get you surfing is the fall or like jellyfish are more likely to kill you yeah. you know in kind of coconut, but you, walking, coconut walking but you don't see any of those types of things but if you kind of actually look at the ocean that's what most of the ocean actually is is these kind of other little bits and pieces of stuff so yeah. i think our gaze maybe 
gets attracted to these kind of really attention-seeking big kind of things whereas there's a lot of stuff that's being created off to the side and and it's kind of people are doing it in a way because they need to get out of this kind of um thing that we're all stuck in and we all know that we're you know value if we don't start to share it a little bit better if we don't try to figure out ways to do this we're in a lot of strife yeah that's a really good analogy like on psychology of like humanity and what we do focus on in an ecosystem and yeah whether i suppose taking that analogy whether we can start changing focus and like championing the small the small things the krill that really like actually service the whole ecosystem i think they're already championing themselves right and i think that's the the thing that i like you don't think they need the attention no i think it's i kind of love the way that value is now starting to be it's it's not even that it's grassroots i think it's actually it's it's enterprise going digital is the backbone so each of us can be an expert on a node what we don't need to do is build the whole distribution system the whole manufacturing system the whole innovation system the whole um, kind of design system, the back end, the front end, mm. the stack, however you want to say it. It doesn't, those are all analogies. If you think about yeah, it, that's six is. right off the top of my yeah. head that for exactly the, the same fire. thing. That, but that, <laughs> it's off, true, man. But on exactly the same thing. Yeah. Exactly the same thing, which is that we're all going to share a little bit of this yeah. pie together. Yeah. And it pulls in people. And that I think that is the new way to grow. Mm. I do too. Because it's, yeah, people have skin in the game to make it alive. And that's what is sort of that ecosystem idea i'd imagine everyone sort of shares yeah and there's great other companies like when you look at it the kind of you know like a shopify right like if you think about what what i love about shopify in comparison to like instagram commerce or kind of instagram shop or whatever these things is that shopify is actually built in a way that other people can build in it and with it Mm. you know and kind of that they're not trying to basically close off the gates to everyone kind of you know you can plug in other software you can do other things you can use it as part of a bigger system however you want to kind of run those things but yet they're still a big company it's an interesting one to say shopify and say wordpress because wordpress is like Mm. the og of that and (laughs) it it is is super like you can plug anything into it but if you don't have the tech know-how and like 20 hours per day (laughs) to maintain it (laughs) like you're in trouble yeah but shopify has streamlined wordpress and made it e-commerce yeah they have Whereas maybe WordPress is trying to be everything. Yeah. But it's uh, we've mm. just ported businesses from WordPress to Shopify and helped that like experience. Yeah. And, and how much easier is your life now? It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We just helped. Yeah, Sandrine did it for her business and I watched. And I was just like, wow, that changed. And so she runs a small business and what that means for her. Understanding analytics, like they've just really dialed in on that. Yeah. But... On your note of saying that anything can work within it, it's actually WordPress that really is the true sort of ecosystem for that, whereas Shopify sort of even dug out a smaller ecosystem in that and said we're actually dialing in into e-commerce specifically, making it very simple for people to shop. You can work very well with Meta. That's, That's what they're using as really the railroad to come to your store. Exactly. And I think that's the that's the piece that 
I think these kind of large, large kind of conglomerates have, have missed in, in that is it, but kind of everyone else who's like, you know, I mean, Shopify is a really big company yeah. for, for one, but what they've done particularly well is they haven't tried to take everything off the table for, for others around them. So therefore, even if you just think about you know, like, Squarespace, yeah, or like, how are you going to recommend something to someone, right? How are you going to plug payment in? as a payment platform, yeah. I'm much more likely to go, yeah, Shopify. The second Shopify starts to do Shopify pay, <coughs> I have a really big problem with that because that's that was my piece of this of this ecosystem. And I think so much of this is um, about actually knowing that and kind of knowing that really the best experience that we can deliver is that we are experts in this. And that's kind of where value, I think, has shifted is that so from this big, you know, as we're kind of talking, these big kind of things that are trying to basically scale to grow and take everything in the forest. What we're seeing is these kind of really specialized kind of people who go, yeah, I probably could build a payment platform not really that good at it so i'll just stick in my lane mm -hmm. and understand that there's a lot of other people around me who are best in class and we're going to ensure that our people who come in through our door or the people who come in through the square space yeah. over here and kind of want to get into shopify we can enable that yeah i think that's so true and there's nuance in that and i think the shopify versus WordPress is a yeah. is an interesting place to see it, but it's so true around value creation, mm -hmm. ecosystem working, big business, but they're yeah not trying to take everything off the table. It's yeah, yeah it's, I think it's a good place to almost leave it and and understand that that's the way that a lot of say even big organisations are working, but smaller ones are also got to figure out that play and where they see it if they're looking to grow because I think you got to grow with people yeah and like the kind of the the incubator stuff and kind of everything everything else that comes through it and i think that's kind or of you look at incubation that's like essential yeah. hmm. in terms of trying to grow from a small seed yeah totally. you need a little bit of sunlight and <laughs> you need one of the trees to bend to the side you do if you you're do. in a big forest and let you have a little bit of light yeah and i guess you know that kind of that's like i think the kind of the next the next kind of like series of convos to start to have is really around the kind of the cooperation paradox and yeah. kind of actually um pulling that apart you know, be in terms of kind of it's a natural kind of step out into this space because people are what we're actually learning i think as a society is we're starting to realize that like if we don't start to do stuff collectively again somehow right if we end up this polarized oh. like we're we're finished because the one thing that unites us all is we all live on this sphere that's hurtling through space that is broadly going if you guys don't get your act together mom's yeah. kicking you outside yeah and you're just gonna float in, in infinity forever <laughs> exactly you're gonna be forgotten yeah. yeah yeah only thing that's gonna be left is a piece of plastic <laughs> absolutely <laughs> or the beach yeah. yeah yeah and even that'll turn into crude oil eventually eventually millions of years it but, sure will um yeah i think that's a it's a really good spot to land in terms of next week how how to open that forest up and what that looks like around sharing yeah in practicality because it's all good and well to say but then people do get greedy they do and then how how to check that and understand that and and where we sit working with one another yeah, and what and that looks like and there's different societal models i mean obviously you know you can look at kind of um more nordic kind of approaches to it which is you kind of keep taxing the top yeah. versus kind of what happens in you know and i think there's a series of points to discuss there's those types of models versus kind of what you have in like winner takes all economies like america which are more tax avoidance versus tax sharing mm. all the way down to kind of at an individual level right how do you actually learn that sharing is good because it's not always what you're taught it's true yeah all right well we'll go there next week let's go there all right cheers Pat. thanks Joe.
Thank you for listening to BAU Business As Unusual. Subscribe and learn more at baupod.co. That's baupod.co.